What's going on, Button Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to episode 111. The price is too damn high. Or is it? <sighs> okay, we are 111 episodes in, and for some strange reason, my phone is going off. Boop, 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 do circus. All right, so what I was actually going to say so was... Are, we, are you saying we're in Vault 111? No, I was actually <laughs> I was actually going to comment on the groaning sound that you made, but we'll just uh we'll just keep going on to our first topic, which is <laughs> Oh man, it's the gift that just keeps on giving. Man, speaking of fallout. <laughs> so the collectible vault um the collectible vault um helmet that you had no 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 it was the bag that they couldn't make they did successfully make the helmets in those special those special uh collectibles a uh, collectible deal for fallout 76 unfortunately some people are getting compromised immune systems or damaged lungs based off of a infection in the fabric insert uh, you gotta rephrase that slightly people with I'm these sorry. issues. Yeah, okay. It would be a bigger news if it was causing it. Okay, so as reported on PCGamer.com, if you recently purchased a T-51B collectible helmet, most recently seen in Fallout 76, and are currently wearing it, then you might want to remove it. The manufacturers of it, Chronicle, are recalling them because of the fabric insert that could cause respiratory or other kinds of infections. Spotted by Reset user Urban Planner Guy, the recall is specifically for a helmet that was sold via GameSpot for around $150 in June. The product recall page on the United States Consumer Product Safety Commission's website, man, that's a that's a mouthful, estimates that about 20,000 were sold. So it doesn't seem as if it's every single one, but the ones that were sold via GameStop. So GameStop is contacting customers directly, but if you haven't heard from them, you can get in touch with them to get a full refund, which is nice. Chronicle also made the helmets that came with the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition, but they aren't included in the recall. Okay, that is actually really good to know because I first looked at this article and was like, oh crap, people who paid for those collector's editions are going to be really pissed off, but it seems as if those are not, I repeat, those are not included in the recall. So you should be fine with that. I mean, unfortunately, no, you still bought something that could possibly give you respiratory issues. But aside from that, those who bought the, the special power armor edition of Fallout 76, uh, first of all, my apologies, that was a lot of money spent. And secondly, you don't have to worry about mold. You just still own a very crappy video game. But um that's it everything else is completely fine <laughs> no no it isn't but on to our next topic which um okay so before i continue mr vol mm -hmm. i know that i had originally said that i was not going to be playing borderlands 3 on the epic store i remember saying that mm -hmm. so the fact that i am actually praising borderlands 3 is there egg anywhere on my face from this? Like, oh, I'm, very much so. They, why, all wait, over. Wait, why? Man, a hen, it looked like a hen just like shat egg all over your face. But why though? I didn't say that I wouldn't be playing the game. Yeah, I you said, said you would be playing it a year later. Yeah, I would not. What I specifically said uh -huh. was that I would not be 
buying it or purchasing it when it came out on the Epic Store. Mm-hmm. That is specifically what I said. Mm-hmm. And it seemed as if that did not stop 2K from making Borderlands 3 the fastest selling game with 70% of the actual sales in the first five days being digital. And I, reading this article from GameIndustry.biz, am actually surprised to hear that Borderlands 3 has exceeded the publisher's expectations because we have had games that have done just tremendous and just made metric crap tons of money and still it underperformed like i I, like what was it there was a mass effect andromeda but that was just a really bad game battlefield but that was just a really bad game i think we there were even articles about um rdr2 maybe but I'm, you know what? I guess I'll uh, get a towel and wipe the egg off of my face. I own the video game for the Xbox. It is basically Borderlands 2 enhanced. It's like Borderlands 2.5. It The writing is cringy. It still has some optimization it needs to work on, especially with the menu going back and forth. I don't understand why I have so much lag. But the game itself is worth it. I am loving it. I am I am loving it every I'm loving every bit of it. So it, it yes. This this is a case of I had a feeling this would happen. People are upset with the publisher, but they still appreciate the games that come out from them. And it really sucks because you want to talk with your wallet, but you also really want to play the game. Even to even if it's just to say some really negative criticism about yeah, the game. Because someone has to buy it even if you get it for free. Right? Like, it, you, you, you got to get it somehow. But going back to my point, Borderlands 3... I am happy with it. I am actually very, very happy with it. I love it. I am very glad that 2K did what they did with it. I'm glad it took such a long time. And it's making me forget, though I haven't completely forgotten, nor will I completely forget, about Borderlands the pre-sequel. I'll still remember that. Just uh, I mean, just not as much. I still need Epic or whomever to get their heads out of their asses but that's nice for them good for them right like fast fastest selling game in 2k history gowns clap clap beautiful gowns clap clap and moving on to something a little bit bigger microsoft will soon let you play xbox games from android phones no wait that's not right yeah no it said android phones oh oh not ios not Oh, okay. Oh, God. Playing Borderlands 3. (laughs) Well, well, okay. So are we going to be now? Okay. You know what? Let's not talk about, let's not talk about speculation yet until we finish going through this article. In a blog post Tuesday, Microsoft said that starting next month, consumers in the US, UK, and Korea will be able to register for the xCloud preview. The players will need a wireless Xbox One controller and a phone or tablet that runs Android 6.0 or later and supports Bluetooth. 
we now want you to play with us and share your feedback on Projects xCloud so we can iterate and improve week after week, Kareem Chandri, Corporate Vice President for xCloud at Microsoft, wrote in the post. Join us, have fun playing, share your stories and feedback, and be part of the journey. Oh, okay, I see what they're doing. What are they doing? This is pretty much like, hey, this is ready to test out on the public before we like sell it sell it sell it we want to you know get your feedback and make sure this is actually right which i can appreciate mm -hmm. the preview will run quote until customers are consistently reporting a great fun experience and the technology meets our internal quality standards and you know what coming from microsoft they may not make very good um xbox exclusive games but what they have made is operating systems and their infrastructure i would say is very good yeah see now you're starting to talk about things that just go whoop over me okay i i'm not worried about i'm i'm, I'm not worried about what th what they're going to be doing with this i think this is going to be very very nice I'm i'm looking forward to this I am, but I'm also, again, I still have the same concerns I had with Stadia, like, you know, how good's your internet going to be on your, on your phone for you to play this game? What type of games are you going to be playing? Cause they have Game Pass Ultimate where you have Game Pass on your console and then on the PC. I just want to know how this is going to, how, how this is going to play out. But I'm, I am looking forward to this. I, I, I mean, Unfortunately, the cloud is where things are going. We will talk about that a little later, but um, let's move into the last smaller piece, which honestly, I'm only covering because, I mean, it, it's, it's noteworthy for just how terrible the launch of this game actually was. As reported on GamesRadar.com, Anthem's Cladoclism event quietly returns after players complain of nothing else to do. So, the developers quietly ended Anthem's first limited-time event, The Cladoclism, earlier this week, much to the chagrin of those still enjoying its breadth of content and replayable arenas. The community's complaints about Cataclysm removal, however, seems to have been quickly picked up by the studio, as the week's reset brought back the event's arenas, albeit without the previous leaderboards and shard currency system. Why? This game went from, this is supposed to rival all of the looter shooters, it be, and then it just became Destiny with jetpacks, and then it had a huge roadmap, and then it now on EA Access. So, okay? It's the game that just doesn't know what it wants to be. But as long as people are still playing it for whatever reason, they're going to just do what their players say. But, but I guess it's what some people want. So I guess in that case, it's not bad. And this this actually is a good way for us to go into the oh, big. No. <laughs> I mean, it is a way. It, it's perfect. It's a perfect way for us to go into the big subject of this podcast, which is. Fair warning, y'all. Mr. Gamer may or may not about to be going on a rant. I will try my best to keep my rant tendencies in check. But. There was a Facebook post that I had seen where someone was talking about how $60 for a video game isn't enough anymore. Now, as you know, I'm consumer focused, so 
I always want you to make sure you get your money's worth. So I looked further into this and there were people having a debate back and forth. And there were a few things that I picked up. One of the things being that $60 isn't enough for the studio, publisher, whomever to get their investment or money back because some video games nowadays are costing just about as much as a full feature length film. I don't agree with that, but the person continues saying that the technology that they're using, the 4K and everything, all these voices to make everything look so realistic, the company needs to be charging more for that, more than what is typically expected for a AAA title, which is, I want to say, around uh, 60 to 70 US dollars. I believe that the price of the video game should be exactly where it is. I am not a huge fan of the subscription-based service, as I mentioned previous many times, because I like to own my video games, not own the ability to play. It's actually them. quite true. He um if he downloads the game, odds are he got it for free. Or it's like you know, every single per every single person has those games that they will one hundred percent always go after, no matter what. Um, like there are games on his desk right now. Oh, look, there's Anthem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should take a picture of that and post it. Do we have to? I mean, keep talking. Do do what you're doing. Why? You're going to take a picture. Don't worry about it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, (laughs) I had to... I really thought about that for a while. Like, what truly is the price of a video game? What is the price of what it takes to get the voices or to make Samuel Jackson's face look extremely realistic? And I actually just kind of had to go back. And again, this is just me, my personal opinion on this. I can't necessarily say that the graphics make a video game because we have other devices that can tell amazing stories without the need for pretty pictures. And I think one of the games that comes to mind is Thomas Was Alone. (laughs) That game is simple, but the game is fun and had an amazing story. Portal, Portal and Portal 2, very good games. Now, is that to say that video games that are very heavy and pretty with their graphics and skyboxes are bad? No. Skyrim, amazing game. Um, The Witcher, amazing game. Last of Us, amazing video game. And those graphics are extremely detailed. I'm playing. Oh, they're so pretty. Right? I'm playing Iceborne, and I'm like. It's so pretty. Wow. Yes. Yes, it is. This is very important to some people, and, like me. Yes. And, <laughs> and As I replay Okami for probably the millionth time. And I have no problem with that. But the question is, is $60 enough? So, Miss Duval, mm-hmm. how much did, how much was the last video game you bought? Uh, the last one I bought was Okami. And how much was that? 15 bucks. Now, the original Okami, when it first came out on the PlayStation 2, that game was about 50 bucks, I believe. Yeah, 
this is before games were regularly priced at 60 and they were regularly priced at what like 40 to 50 dollars yeah like ds games were like 35 things like that yes oh, the good old days the good okay we just went through our existential crisis <laughs> first of all why are you bringing it up because we're vintage now <laughs> Anyway, you have to laugh. You have to laugh to keep from crying. Anyway, um, so that game was originally fifty bucks. She Uh bought it on the PlayStation Switch, and it was fifteen. The PlayStation Switch. I'm sorry, the Nintendo Switch. I'm not. Why are you this person? You could be any other person in the world. Can I continue? Mm -hmm. Thanks. So the argument, so the, the question remains, $50 back then, that was a lot of money to some people. It was not a lot of money to probably a few people too. But just because a video game needs to use 4K skyboxes, uh, realistic um, horse droppings or anything like that, just because it needs to be in there or someone believes it needs to be in there, I don't believe that that makes a very good game. I have no problem going into, you know, deeper detail with that, but I don't want to keep you guys for too long. I've always been in the mindset that it's the gameplay and the story that make it. Graphics are secondary. I play video games that I would argue didn't really have a lot in the graphics department. Like, I think one of the easiest examples to go with would be Undertale. Undertale is not a very graphic intensive game, but to a lot of people, and I have to realize that everyone's tastes are different, some would say that that is one of the best video games with one of the best stories, and that's what I think makes it. Let's take Anthem. Anthem. The game does look nice. (laughs) the game looks nice and let me also say what i know mr vall is probably doing i did not pay for that purchase of anthem because i already said that i was not buying that video game someone gave me that video game let me just put that out there okay yeah i mean i I, as much as i give him y'all nine times out of ten there's something he is adamant about not playing and or putting his coin towards somebody one of y'all always sends it to him they're all like oh he's not gonna play it but i want him to play it anyway play it mr gamer ha 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 yeah okay yeah and i did (laughs) and i did and it was um just as bad as i thought it was gonna be but anyway (laughs) let me get off of anthem but the type of video games where there isn't much of a story i suppose you have to think well the gameplay has to, to to bring it up or at least has to look pretty I can't really think of much of the story of Thomas was alone, except Thomas was a Thomas was a a shape and he had other shapes and then he wasn't alone. And then there was a very calming voice. I would love to go back to those crap. I'm doing it again, Mr. Ball. Anyway, um, (sighs) I personally, I personally feel like games as they are now. Ugh. I feel like a lot of games that are popular are those games that like keep pushing out DLC and getting that longevity back from it. Yeah. Which, you know, I remember when DLC was first becoming a big thing or whatever. 
And like, you know, everybody was like, whoa. And now it just seems like the norm. And I'm just kind of like, but I want to be done with this game. But also I have to take into account most popular games are like these battle royales or whatever. Wow. You didn't say that with any amount of disgust. If they made Animal Crossing Royale. I would have to go to Japan and fight some couple people. You wouldn't play it? No. You would not play Animal Crossing. What am I going to do? Run around with an Isabel with a Glock on the cat, get the cat, get the cat. Or some shit. Yeah, but with like a slingshot. Oh my God. Anyway. I mean, she uses it in Smash. Why not? Anyway. My point is, I feel like a lot of people feel like, aside from the graphics and everything, that like games are so expensive nowadays. Or they don't want to pay more money for it. Because it's like... Yeah, the graphics are expensive, voice actors are expensive, blah, blah, blah. But you're also making me pay an extra $10 for this DLC. An extra $20 to get these diamonds so I can buy this loot box so I can maybe get... Oh, don't forget those season passes. Oh, God, the season passes. They only make sense for fighting games. Literally, that is the only thing I see season passes making sense for. Everything else, that's just, that's just, that's just... Give me your wallet. I'm angry. Capitalism upsets me. (laughs) All right. So if you could take away anything, Miss Duvall, capitalism upsets me. With that being said, this is Mr. Gamer. And this is Kitty Duvall. Signing off.